Someone asked me last week why I was playing with my phone before the sermon. Well, I uh, record my sermons. Uh, So if you want to, you can hear them uh, online at the parish website. Um, But I actually get more people, the internet being what it is, more people listen to me online than in real life. So, um, but they are of it. That's what I'm doing. I'm playing with my phone. Now today I'd like to um, use as an illustration Uh, the practice of Alcoholics Anonymous, Um, that organisation that a great many of us either know ourselves or know people that have been helped with that very powerful addiction. And if you attend a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous or if you've seen them shown on TV shows or movies, they always start their meetings, they always start each person that makes a little speech by saying, Hello, my name is, and I'm an alcoholic. Now, in case you're wondering, um, I'm not an alcoholic myself. I've known many good people that are who struggled with that addiction, um, but I'm not an alcoholic. Um, I'm also not teetotal, like uh, Father Crystal. Um, I like real ale, red wine, and American bourbon, if you're wondering. But to return to that image, how Alcoholics Anonymous start their meeting, they start it with this declaration of what they are. They start that declaration of their failure. And they do that not because they're rejoicing in their failure, but because they know they need to start with that admission of the truth if they're going to make any progress, if they're going to be able to move on to anything else. And if you think about it, we do something very similar when we come to Mass. That we start the Mass by making publicly an act of contrition. Which is a bit like starting Mass by saying, Hello, I'm Father Dylan, and I am a sinner. Now I want to make a point to you. That there are two ways that I can make a statement, I am a sinner. One is to make that statement alone, that I might look in the mirror and see myself, and I see my failure, I see my ugliness, and I despair. I see my sin, and I see it alone, and I despair. But there's another way in which we can look at our sin, that we can admit our sin, that we can make that statement, I am a sinner. And that's not just by doing it alone, not just by looking at myself, but by looking at the Lord Jesus. And if I do that, I see those same things I saw before. Yes, I see my ugliness. Yes, I see my failure. I see my sin. I see all that truth. But I see it in the context of a bigger truth, namely the Lord Jesus. That if I see sin and the Lord Jesus together, then I don't despair because I see my salvation. I see what can lift me from my sin. (laughs) Now thinking back to Alcoholics Anonymous, as I'm sure many of you know, their 12-step program involves the alcoholic submitting himself to a higher power recognising that he is weak, that he can't make progress alone. And we as Christians, 
We don't just submit to some vague power, but to the person, the Lord Jesus. And there are reasons why the Lord Jesus is the one who's able to save us from our sin. On one level, very simply, because he is powerful. Everything here was made through him. He holds all things in being, including me. And so, yes, I am weak. Yes, I fail. Yes, I sin. But he is strong. And he can help me. And not only can he help me, not only is he powerful, but he is merciful. He wants to help me. He sees my sin and my failure, and yes, he doesn't want me to sin, yes, he's saddened by my sin, but he doesn't choose to reject me. He uses his power, because he is merciful, to reach down to me, and he wants to lift me up, if I will but let him. Now, in our second reading today, we heard St. Paul describe his own experience of that very reality of how he himself had been a horrible sinner. He'd done, been, as he puts it, a blasphemer. He'd persecuted people. He'd attacked the Lord Jesus. And yet he knew the mercy of God, that the Lord reached out and saved him. And he gave us this powerful summary of the gospel. Here is a saying that you can rely on and nobody should doubt, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Now that said, there can be a problem in this regard, a problem many of us know, a problem I've had many times in my own life. And the problem is this, that although today I might admit my sin, today I might say, yes, I did wrong in that, somehow by tomorrow I've dressed it up differently. Tomorrow I'm justifying myself. Tomorrow I'm saying, I'm a decent person, really. I had my reasons. And in as much as I fail to admit my sin, I fail to be able to move on from it. I fail to be able to rise up above it. And not only do I fail to be able to move on myself, but I've denied the gospel. I may not deny in theory that the Lord Jesus is our saviour, but if I deny that I need saving, that I have sinned, then at a practical level, I've denied the gospel. Because I've not been willing to admit my sin, to admit my laziness, my selfishness, my impatience, my gluttony, my lust, my pride, my judgments of others, all those many sins in our lives that we, if we don't admit them, we can't move on from them, we can't rise up. And if I won't admit them, then I'm not accepting that starting point that we see in Alcoholics Anonymous of starting by admitting our failure, our sin. Now in today's Gospel, the Lord Jesus spoke to us about the joy that there is in heaven 
Every time a sinner repents, every time one of us repents of our sins and comes back to the Lord. But there's another joy I want to point out to you. Not the joy in heaven, but the joy in the sinner. Pope Francis speaks about this often, that each time the sinner comes back to the Lord, each time the sinner has that experience of being welcomed home, of being forgiven, the sinner knows joy. As he puts it in one of his documents, how good it feels to come back to him each time we are lost. So to sum that up, admitting that I am a sinner isn't a negative self-defeating thing. Admitting that I am a sinner and bringing it to the Lord is the path to truth, to forgiveness, to joy. Hello, I'm Father Dylan, and I am a sinner.